telling us to enjoy it while they're young. But our days are filled with chaos and stress and cooking and endless laundry piles. Where's the time to enjoy anything? Yeah, that's what I always thought too. There's so much I have to do. When do I find time for peace and joy and happiness when I barely have time to sleep? Mama, it's time for a shift. You can be a happy mom. Yeah, it's possible. If I can, you can. Trust me. I've been a mess. I've been depressed. I've been overwhelmed. I've been to the bottom of the pits. And I've risen. I've grown. I've bloomed. And it all started when I realized I didn't have to anything. I get to. It is my privilege and my honor and my divine responsibility to be the queen of my home. It's not a burden. I'm not the janitor and the lunch lady. I'm in charge. I'm the ruler. I'm the chaos coordinator. I'm the calm in the storm. I don't have to anything. I get to. And so do you. So let's rise, mamas. Adjust your crown. Accept your responsibility and change the effing world. It's all in the way you choose to see it. You're listening to I Get To, the podcast with Brittany Clarkson. That's me. Mindfulness and communication. These are the two most important things in a healthy relationship. In a happy relationship, actually, I'll say. Okay, I know you could say honesty and all these other things. Nothing else is coming to mind at the moment. But mindfulness and communication are going to open you up to honesty and vulnerability and intimacy. So what mindfulness is, this is when you're paying attention to yourself You can also be mindful of others and be paying attention to them. When you are mindful of your own needs, your own thoughts, your own feelings, your own wants, then you understand where you're coming from a little bit. We as humans get into these tendencies to just react. We get into habits of, you know, self-destruction and we don't even realize it. We start picking up habits of distracting ourselves instead of processing our emotions. We're staring at our phone on social media when really what we need to be doing is reflecting on what's going on on the inside. And then we end up feeling anxious and we can't figure out why. It's because we've been ignoring ourselves. Your body sends up red flags when it has a need. It whispers to you. And if you don't listen to the whispers, they become screams. And it's kind of like, as a mom, when you're telling your kid something, can you please pick up your toys? Can you please pick up your toys before bedtime? Can you please pick up your toys before bedtime? And they're ignoring you the whole time. And then you finally scream and they're like, gosh, mom, why are you yelling at me? That's what your body does to you. It says it kindly. It gives you all the little signs. Hey, you're getting a little bit dehydrated. You should drink some water. You know, it gives you this, you should drink some water today. Oh, you're having coffee again? You should drink water. 
And then all of a sudden it starts screaming at you and you have a migraine and you can't figure out why the heck do I have a migraine? Why am I dizzy every time I stand up? Um, why is my pee that really dark color? It's because your body's telling you you're dehydrated and you need to drink water. It tried to tell you with small signs and you ignored it. So there's a lot of mindfulness meditations you can do to really get into this. Um, if you YouTube mindfulness meditation, you will find so many, find something that works for you. If you need a guided mindfulness, I like to do that when I have quiet time um, because it just helps you go deeper. But when you don't have a lot of time to go deep, grab a journal and a pen or a spiral notebook. You don't have to be fancy. And just question the three, your three selves, you know. Get quiet, take some deep breaths, and just question, how am I feeling in my body right now? What parts of my body feel good? What parts feel like, hey, something's not quite right? Does my back hurt? Do my knees hurt? List out everything. Don't just sit here and complain about your body, but really let's pay attention to it and listen, like, what is my body telling me? And then go into your mind. What is my mind telling me? Am I having a lot of intrusive thoughts right now? Am I really stressed and anxious? What is my mind doing? Am I, do I have brain fog? Am I really tired all the time? Question how you're feeling and write that down. And then get into your spirit your emotions, your spirit, your soul, and question, how am I feeling? Am I feeling lit up? Am I feeling divine and unstoppable? Or am I feeling really anxious a lot? Am I feeling sadness? Am I feeling lost? Am I just feeling like I'm not all here? And get into those feelings. What are you feeling? And then as you have all this written down, you can think about it on question. Why? What's connected here? Um, this is a good time to really pray. Ask God to guide you. Ask wisdom to guide you. Ask spirit to guide you in showing you what you need to see. What have you been ignoring? To show you what's what's going on and where do I go to fix this? But remember, God can only guide you when you start moving. You, you have to start walking in order for him to guide you and show you where the path goes. And mindfulness exercises like this are going to get you to start walking. And how does this come into your relationships? Paying attention to what is going on inside you. And then openly communicating that with those around you. Um, primarily like your spouse, your husband, um, your partner, even your kids, honestly. Um, my kids are pretty small, but they understand when I say, when I, when I tell them, you know, I dumb down the names of the emotions. I'll tell them mommy is irritable right now. Mommy is cranky. 
Mommy's not feeling great. I am very cranky right now. I love you so much. I would love to spend some time with you, but I need I need some quiet to happen because I'm really cranky on the inside. Um, a lot of times my kids will either understand this and be like, can we go play outside? Or um, sometimes they'll be really sweet and they'll give me a hug for it because hugs make them feel better when they're cranky. Um, sometimes they'll be really awesome and they will tell me to go take a nap or a bath <laughs> so that they can just watch TV and eat snacks unsupervised. But it was really cool that my three and five-year-old will tell me, go ahead and go take a bath or go take a nap. Um, go take care of yourself, mommy. But I have mostly seen such a change in my marriage from openly communicating what's going on inside me. Because guess what? When you don't know what's going on inside you, your husband definitely doesn't know. So when you're just like not into him and you're not explaining to him why you're not into him, um, like why haven't you wanted to be intimate for several days? He Men tend to take that personally when you don't give them any other solutions, you know? When you're just being quiet about it, like, I don't know, I'm just tired all the time. Um, a lot of men will take that and be like, oh, it's me. I did something because it's always the men who did something. And that's why women withhold sex. Um, that's just society's narrative. And unfortunately, that's how men tend to internalize it too. Um, and I know if my husband is too tired, sometimes I take offense to it too. Um, because that's kind of our go-to is to blame ourselves for things, right? I mean, not for everybody, but definitely for for me and my husband. We tend to blame ourselves when the other person doesn't want us. But when you are mindful and you actually understand why you're not into being intimate tonight, because there's something going on inside you, even if you don't understand that something, if you understand that there is something causing you to feel a certain way, and it's just not vibing with you and you can't get in the mood, open communication that, hey, telling your husband, there is just something going on with me right now and I'm not sure what it is. But talking it out or letting him in, letting him know, like, it's really not you. It's this, like, trying to identify the emotion, even if you don't know it, or this thing that's going on inside your body, like, okay, the truth is I don't want to do it with you tonight because my stomach is giving me some problems. Um, you don't have to come out and say it, but it's like, hey, if if you're gassy, you're gassy. Um, like, I don't want to do it with you tonight because I don't want to fart. He'll understand that and accept that and love you so much more than if he thinks that he's the reason you don't want to do it and he can't figure it out because he didn't do anything wrong. And so he just sits there confused and frustrated that you won't tell him what he did wrong because he didn't do anything wrong. So instead of causing unnecessary tension in your marriage, be open, be honest, say there's something happening here. If you get mindful and you can identify these things, not only can you be open about it with your partner, sometimes your partner's awesome can help you um, work through it. Or if you know you just need space and to be alone, sometimes it takes time for them to understand how to give you space so you can be alone. But these are steps in the right direction. Now, when you're having 
emotions about something that you feel like you shouldn't be having emotions about. Like, I don't know. You're stressed about something that you saw on TV that, like, wasn't a fictional series. And it's got you feeling stressed. And you feel ashamed to tell your partner, like, well, actually, it's because um, Ross and Rachel broke up again. It's better to tell... (laughs) It's better to tell those who love you the kinds of feelings you're having than to hide those away because you're hiding away a piece of yourself. You're putting up walls and barriers and the other person can feel that you're hiding something from them. And it's honestly better to just tell them than to have them worry and concerned and have them coming up with worst case scenarios in their heads of what it could possibly be that you're not telling them. So just especially if it's like your partner, be honest with them. Don't be afraid of sounding crazy. Don't be afraid that your feelings are invalid because anyone who loves you, like, understands that your feelings are important. Even if you yourself think that they're silly, um, it can be a great bonding experience just to share the silly things that you've always kept to yourself. Hey mama, if you're feeling lost in a mess of motherhood and chaos, let me tell you about this thing that happened to me. I was having a major depressive episode when the most hectic and stressful day came at me. I was feeling so broken and defeated. I felt so unworthy of these beautiful children who depended on me. I couldn't even depend on myself. I was sad. I was miserable. I wanted out of this life. Then it dawned on me in this spiritual, kismet kind of way, I have all the tools I need to make my life better. I know how to do it. I know how to not be depressed. I know how to not be stressed. Yet here I am, not doing the things I know I need to do. Mama, I know you've got the answers you need to. But just in case you're having a hard time finding them, I put together the Happy Mom Brain Workbook. So you can learn this process that I used for internal healing just the same way that I did it. This is what helped me learn to be a happy mom. And I'm so honored to share it with you. The Happy Mom Brain is available at BrittanyClarkson.com or just follow the link on the top of the page. Thank you so much for listening today. If you could do me a quick little favor and rate and review this podcast, that would mean so, so much to me. And also, if you could screenshot the episode you're listening to and share it on your social media so that other mamas can find the same episodes and learn the same things you've learned, that would mean so much to me, so much to the whole world. Thank you so much for making the world a better place.